You're listening to 91.3 WXPL, Fitchburg State Radio. This is Packing List, and I have Tally Foster, uh, founder and president of ELF. Hello. Which is Environmental League Fitchburg. Uh, do you want to like preface, just talk about ELF a little bit before we start? Yeah, for sure. So we're an environmental club on campus, and we have weekly meetings where we talk about like how to live more sustainably and um, just what's going on, like... Uh, current events in the environment and we go on weekly hikes and um yeah other things like that we're launching a campaign to um reduce food waste at daca so yeah that's what we have going on awesome we've had a we've had a few like ads for you guys on wxpl a bunch of times like You've definitely been one of the clubs that has cooperated with this this club. Oh yeah, we our weekly challenges. We have to get back yeah. doing that. This coming week, we're gonna have our challenge back on awesome. here. Yeah, we still have a few of those lying around, and we still like some DJs still use them just because like we don't have the the current ones. So we oh, might as right. well. We will challenge our listeners to your old challenges. Oh, nice. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're today we're listening to five albums. We're we're not. This has nothing to do with the environment except for <laughs> except for. Uh, the environment that you will be in listening to the albums, which is a deserted island. That's right. Um, and yeah, so this is five five albums that Tally would bring on a desert island, and we'll get into that soon. Do you want to talk about your music taste? Um, feels a little <laughs> all over the place. It changes every mm. like three months. Um, where did where did your like, what was your first big? thing that you got into and how did that shape your taste uh green day definitely and that was heavily influenced by my dad and i feel like i was in my dad's music for a pretty long time um but then it went from like green day to paramore to fall out boy and then like this walk the moon and uh Mm. like bad sons phase and then right into like joyce manor and more Mm. like emo stuff i kind of came to like the emo game late but i feel like that's where i am now nice um so yeah, I feel like a lot of my music tends to be like a nostalgia thing too. Okay. Um, so yeah, like listening to like personal throwbacks and stuff. Right. I've always, for me, it's always been hard to, like the nostalgia is usually a bad thing for albums. That's how I feel with Paramore. Like mm. their self-titled was my album for so long and now like I can't even look at it. It like <laughs> just brings you back to just a bad place. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely have artists I can't listen to anymore because I listened to them too much in middle school. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my God. Yep. Yeah. Green Day. Mm. Aerosmith is like that. For oh, me. yep. Um, all right. So your first album is kind of a throwback, I guess, in, in that timeline that you just set up. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Fall Out Boys, Fully Adieu. Mm-hmm. What what is uh, what makes this album special to you? So honestly, probably my most listened to album, just like of all time. I had um, my last car had like the six track CD player, and um, three of those were Fully Adieu. <laughs> Don't know why I have three <laughs> copies of it at all, but. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and I would just, like, listen to it constantly. Um, It's, like, a happy album. It's a sad album. Mm. It just, like, encompasses everything for me. Um, And I think it's Fall Out Boy's greatest album, and I love Fall Out Boy Mm. so much, so. Yeah, this this album has been on the show before, so. Makes sense. There's definitely agreement that it is a great Fall Out Boy album. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Um, I picked from this album She's My Winona, and you picked $20 Nosebleed. you want to talk about those songs a little bit? Yeah. Or do you want to listen and then talk about them? It's up to you. Uh, let's talk about them. Okay. So, $20 Nosebleed is like, I don't know. I love that song so much. I feel like maybe my favorite song of all time, but it's just changed so much where it's not always my go-to now. Um, 
But I love that one because it also has Brendan Urie from Panic mm-hmm. of the Disco in it, and I definitely had a big Panic the Disco phase as well. Um, so that was like a very exciting song. Like, oh my god, my two favorites are together. And then at the end, it like um, goes into like a weird Pete Wentz thing, which I used to hate, but now mm-hmm. I like love. And it's just like that change of like always having to skip like through the end of that song and now I'm like oh yeah here it is this weird like kind of rap thing um so yeah I don't know that song just always makes me so happy that's like definitely a scream in the car song Mm. um she's my Winona was like I listened to that a lot that used to be my favorite Mm. and um I had like super weird thing but it was like this like cute like girly thing to like type out lyrics to songs and like weird fonts and print them and put them on like the cover of your binder in middle (laughs) school and I had the lyrics to that song and I got made fun of once from like one of the football players and I was like I hate this song now I'm never listening to it again (laughs) um but it's back I love it now again awesome I I guess I picked a good song yes you did it's a good story Thank you. I like, I like, that's one of the cool things about this show is people like tell me stories about specific songs and that that's awesome. Like, I don't know. I, I don't know if, I feel like I don't have stories like that, but I might. I mm. feel like they would come out if I did this show. Yeah, I didn't expect first. to have stories though. Mm. <laughs> it was good. Uh, you ready to listen? Yes. All right. Here is She's My Winona and $20 Nosebleed from Fully Ado by Fall Out Boy. I didn't, uh, didn't set that up properly yet. Oops. Uh, I'm going to talk and mask the fact that I am fixing this technical (laughs) issue. And uh, it will be fixed in approximately 10 seconds so that I can play the song. Um, All right, here are those two songs now. Nope, never mind. I had another technical difficulty. (laughs) I'm so sorry. Promising things and not following through. Uh, I actually plugged in the wrong cable. There are two identical cables right next to each other, and one of them isn't the uh, isn't the cable that actually plays the music. It's just it's not attached to anything. You can see the other end of it right here. So uh, shout out to whoever put that cable right next to the identical one. Uh, here is that song, and it will play this time. It didn't play this time. I'm very sorry. <laughs> I have to uh, investigate this difficulty. I can just have, sing it. Yeah. Do you have uh, any more <laughs> any more stories to tell while I investigate this difficulty? Hmm. Um, it's okay if you don't. Hmm. I, I, we can just sit here until I figure it out. I oh, there are three oh, okay. identical cables. <laughs> I saw Fall Out Boy once, and um, I just screamed $20 nosebleed the whole time, and they didn't play it. That, yeah, that's a that's kind of a sad story with that music. That's a real, real concert going feels. Because <laughs> they never want to play the stuff from like the older albums. Right. They, they have like their favorite songs from the older albums, mm-hmm. and then like the one that they have to play. That's true. So, all right, now, fingers crossed, this will actually work this time. I'm pretty, pretty confident in what I did. Here is. She's My Winona and $20 Nosebleed by Fall Out Boy on their album Fully Ado.
it's not me, it's you. Actually, it's the taxidermy of you and me. Untie the balloons from around my neck and ground me. I'm just a racehorse on a track. Send me back to the glue factory. Always thought I'd float away and never come back. But I got enough miles on my car to fly the boys home on my own. But you know me, I like being all alone. And keeping you all alone, the shots are boring. And the kids are snoring, he goes in a sling. You're listening to 91.3 WXPL, Fitchburg State Radio. You just heard songs from Folia Do by Fall Out Boy. The first one was She's My Winona, and second one was $20 Nosebleed. Uh, any closing remarks on that album or those songs? Um, no, but I, hmm. I'm really glad I got to listen to $20 Nosebleed. Mm. Makes a good day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a good song. Um, so this is Tally Foster's packing list. She's giving five albums that she would bring to a desert island if... She was forced to be on a desert island with only five albums. Um, and that one was Fully Adieu by Fall Out Boy. Are you ready to talk about the next one? Yes. All right. The next one is Front Bottom, self-titled. Nice. Um, so this album, I feel like I really liked it when I heard it, but then kind of moved away from it. I didn't spend a whole lot of time with it as my favorite. Um, Once Back on Top came out, because I, I was at the Fall, uh, Front Bottoms game late as well. Mm. So then... Um, Back on Top came out, and that was, like, my my thing for a long time. Um, but the self-titled was more of, like, when I was just getting into Joyce Manor and things mm. like that. And um, I, like, half grew up in Rhode Island. Um, so hearing Rhode Island in a song was like, oh, my God, like, shout out to my tiny state. Like, I, I know people that didn't even know Rhode Island was a state, like, <laughs> separate from Massachusetts. So, um, yeah, that was, like, super cool. Um, and I don't know, just, like, the realness of the album and like mm. just being straightforward and like not messing around just like saying like how the lyricist really feels um was something pretty new for me yeah. um they didn't really worry about like being super poetic or anything um so yeah i really like that yeah definitely very much like the lyrical style is like a conversation mm-hmm. like, it feels like you know you're monologuing to someone more than you're writing poetry yeah but it's it's still like it has its own poetry to it, which is cool. Exactly. There are like I feel like it goes between lines of like I don't know, like very conversational to a line that's just entirely symbolism and like which I like about the album. Mm-hmm. I've I've spent some time like looking at the lyrics and it's just very very two sided mm-hmm. in that way. Um, I picked the song Mountain because I I've I like that song and I also wanted to have both. It just felt good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you picked Rhode Island. Yes. Uh, anything to say about Mountain? You already talked about Rhode Island. Honestly, not really. I, like, so embarrassing. Can't even picture what song that is right now. It's the one right before. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No. You'll know it when you hear it. I'm sure that yeah. I will, yeah. All right. We'll talk a little more about it after. That. Okay. Here is Mountain and Rhode Island from the Front Bottom self-titled album. So I can ride my skateboard 
right back down it. And first I am digging myself out of this hole. I love your eyes the way they look when you're uncomfortable. I bought fireworks, a big bag in Pennsylvania. I'm gonna light them up when I get home to Jersey. They'll probably arrest me. They'll probably ruin my whole summer. Stop taking pictures with your phone. Stop taking pictures with your phone. I bought fireworks, a big bag in Pennsylvania. I'm gonna light them up when I get home to Jersey. They'll probably arrest me. Oh, they'll probably ruin my whole summer. Stop taking pictures with your phone. Stop taking pictures with your phone. Pennsylvania I'm gonna light them up when I get home to Jersey They'll probably arrest me They'll probably ruin my whole summer Stop taking pictures with your phone Stop taking pictures with your phone going I wonder if the government knows he's hiding it'll probably take a few more months Florida's a long way from Rhode Island I watch her rest her hands inside her lap I try to focus hard cause her eyes don't make the frame I try to work up the courage to kiss the bottom half of her face Amora cut her hair Baltimore right before I left I watch her sitting by herself talking to herself breathing calmly then trying to catch her breath
just heard songs from the front bottom self-titled this is wxpl 91.3 fitchburg state radio you're listening to tally foster's packing list uh five albums she would bring on a desert island so far they are fully ado by fallout boy and front bottom self-titled uh closing remarks on the front bottoms um i did not realize things had to be bleeped out so i'm still (laughs) kind of laughing at that um but yeah rhode island um I'm just, like, realizing, again, how much I love that line, like, everything you're feeling is common, even though you've never felt so alone. Mm. Like, that's so, like, plain, you know? But it just, like, my high school heart was like, wow, thank you. I needed that. Yeah. I really like the line about climbing the mountain so he can skateboard down. Yep. <laughs> that's why I picked that song, pretty much. I heard that, and I was like, that's the coolest line in any song ever. Um, and I don't really know what the song's about that much. Uh, he, he talks about fireworks and, uh, that's cool. Fireworks are cool. (laughs) But I like the sound of the album too. It's got the, like the clean trumpet in the beginning. Mm -hmm. And then it kind of, I feel like that's like, that's where I noticed the trumpet when I listened to the Mm -hmm. album through. Like I listened to it and I was like, oh wait, there's a trumpet in this. (laughs) And then like for the rest of the album, I, I knew it was there, which is cool. That was, uh... That's a sound coming from my computer that I should turn off. Oh no, someone's gonna send a lot of messages. Uh, that's Discord open on my computer. Yeah, very professional. What's Discord? It's just like a chat app, oh. pretty much. <laughs> um, the next song that's coming up is "Played in Space." Uh, the next album, "Played in Space" by Something Corporate, which I looked up the the reason it's called that, and it's super cool. Do you know why it's called Played in Space? 
Uh, no, actually. Because their song, The Astronaut, was played in space to astronauts as a wake-up call. Wait, seriously? Yeah. Oh, wow, I had no idea. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And so they were like, that's the coolest thing, and then we have to name our greatest hits album after that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was very cool. Um, So this is the band Something, Something Corporate. I've never heard of them before. Why'd you pick this this album? So the front man of Something Corporate is Andrew McMahon, who has played like a huge role in just my music taste. Um, so he's been in like three bands. Okay. So Something Corporate was his first one, and then it went to Jack's Mannequin. And then he was like solo, but he kind of just like threw that stuff away after releasing <laughs> it. And now he's Andrew McMahon in the Wilderness. And it's oh. all like very different sounds. Um, so Something Corporate was more of like they're like high school like whatever garage stuff mm. um and then jack's mannequin was like cleaner and um now Andrew man in the wilderness is like i don't even really know what to say about that <laughs> um but uh something corporate is um like a little messier i feel like mm. than the rest of their stuff and i think it's really fun um and i really like that they include piano like andrew mm. plays the piano in all of his endeavors um and uh, this album, it's the greatest hits one, and like it's not necessarily my favorite, but the song that I chose is just like a bonus track, so it's hard to like find it anywhere yeah. other than on this album. Um, but I, and I love all of their albums, like pretty much equally, so it'd be hard to pick a favorite anyways. Right. Um, so it's very convenient that they have this. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Andrew McMahon, just in general, not specifically something corporate, was um, I don't want to say like the first one that I found alone. Um, because the way I came across them was like back in the AIM like chat days, uh, my cousin Alicia had this like app that she had installed, which made it so whatever she was playing on iTunes showed up as her status. Oh, nice. And I was just like in my mom's house and um, doing absolutely nothing but like scrolling through Tumblr or whatever. Um, and I noticed her like status changing. So I was like, I'm gonna download every single song she's listening to on LimeWire, because oh, nice. why not? <laughs> um, so then I ended up with a ton of something corporate stuff because she loved Andrew McMahon. And then I was like, wow, this is so cool. And I just like buried myself. Actually, this is gonna sound so weird, but I would be pretty bored at my mom's house sometimes. So I had set up like an extra bedroom in my closet. <laughs> so I was just like, <laughs> in my closet on the floor, like covered in blankets, listening to something corporate for the first time. <laughs> and um, and then from there, I started like listening to their stuff on MySpace because they're like mm. um, a lot of their stuff wasn't on LimeWire. So um, I went through there, and on their page, they had a lot of like just Andrew and the piano songs, and that's right. like what I really fell in love with. And he has just piano versions of like every single one of his songs. That's awesome. Um, and I feel like that's how it should be listened to, but you can. It's like he doesn't have the piano versions on many of his albums at all. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I guess listening to the albums is a little weird for me, but, like, the sentiment of all the songs Mm. on these albums are super important to me. Um, That was somewhere actually around the Green Day phase. Nice. Yep. Um, Yeah, I I definitely, like, the piano definitely shines on this album with, like, there are, like, four or five tracks that are, like, pretty much Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. piano-based. So, like, all of those were released on his MySpace or whatever? I think maybe not all of them um because he's like such a diva so he tries to be like really elusive sometimes and um some of them he'll only do live so you can only find like these really awful like youtube versions of someone like 50 rows back recording Mm. it on their flip phone but um yeah i guess 
most of them were on his YouTube channel. Like the ones that are really important to me are. Right. <laughs> nice. Okay. Um, or not YouTube, MySpace. <laughs> MySpace, right, right, right. Because was YouTube YouTube was not really a thing when. Like no, not really. It started in <laughs> 2006, so it was probably like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Those the the uh, entire story you told about that was like really early 2005. Yeah, like, I, I'm glad you could feel yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> like I could I could definitely, that like. I was I was like sort of sort of sheltered at that point but I was like aware of everyone's MySpace I just didn't have one. <laughs> <laughs> like I would see like all my friends with like or not not all my friends cuz my friends were pretty sheltered too but like I had <laughs> I had like the the uh see the cool kids MySpace with like their music tastes on it. And mm-hmm. It was like I was sitting here playing my point and click games so I was <laughs> yeah. But that's uh I appreciate the story a lot. Thank you. Um, we're going to listen to Punk Rock Princess was my pick and Watch the Sky was your pick. Uh, what do you have to say about those songs? So Punk Rock Princess is actually probably my favorite Something Corporate song, but the piano version. Right. So that's why I didn't pick it because like, listening to the like original like makes me feel weird. I don't know. <laughs> it's just not right. Um, and Watch the Sky is that... The piano version is what I'm used to with that as well, but mm-hmm. it's not, like, super different. Yeah, um, there's that definitely the piano shines on that track on the album. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. I guess, like, a lot of the songs really equally mean a lot to me, but mm-hmm. um, more recently, like, I've been... I've seen Andrew McMahon, like, a ridiculous amount of times. Nice. And um, he still plays, like, some of his old Jack's Mannequin and something corporate songs. Mm-hmm. And he also, when he does soundtracks, does full, like, sets for his soundtracks with oh, just wow. him and the piano. It's really crazy. Um, and, of course, I'm, like, that weirdo that's there 10 hours early for all of his shows. So I get to, like, see the whole thing. And um, Watch the Sky was one that he does, like, for the soundtrack a lot because mm. he'll do songs that he doesn't usually play. Um so that was super awesome, and like every time I've seen him play that song, which is like way too many times, there's always someone in the crowd that's like, "Oh my god, I have this tattoo from this song. Let me show you!" Mm. Like, it's just so crazy that he's such kind of like a weird like musician. Like, not a lot of people know about him, but those mm. that do like are like diehard fans. Like, this man yeah. is like their entire life, um, and that's like both weird and refreshing to me. Um, mm. And then, punk rock princess, I have like kind of a emotional no it's not emotional I was emotional for no reason but um there was a he did a free show like from with uh WBRU in Providence like just in a park uh, a couple years ago and uh that was one that I was there super early again so I was like dead center and the photographer for the like tour like recognized me because I was at these shows way too much so before they came out on stage he like picked up the set list and showed it to me so I could take a picture of it and see it and um like these free shows not a lot of people came to because it was usually like just bands that had like one song out and then like nothing Mm -hmm. else really um but Andrew was different. Like, the entire city was filled because it was right in front of this big, um, like, part of the river. And it was, like, all of the river, like, all the bridges. Like, people were mm. on the highway, like, standing wow. there. Um, and it was just so clear. Like, I've seen him play, and he kind of, like, always acts like he hates his fans. But he was, like, emotional that night. He 
just like could totally feel like how much love Providence had for him. Mm-hmm. And he like I had the set list, so I knew it wasn't on there. But he like sat down at the piano and he's like, you know what? I'm gonna play punk rock princess. So of course I'm like bawling my eyes out. Actually, if you look through WBRU's website, there's like a picture with me like front on crying. That's awesome. Um, and he played it just him and the piano. So that was like a life-changing moment honestly like one of the best concert experiences that I've ever had um just because he like doesn't really do that ever yeah um so yeah that song means a lot awesome well we're gonna have to listen to the non-piano version unfortunately yeah that's fine I wish we had the piano version to listen to though I'm I'm very curious to hear what what it sounds like Mm. but you ready to play the music yes all right yeah here's punk rock princess and watch the sky by played by played in space buy something corporate on their album played in space.
You're listening to WXPL 91.3 Fitchburg State Radio. Uh, this is Packing List, and I have Tally Foster on the air talking about her five Desert Island album picks. Uh, do you want to say what the, the first three albums were? Yes. So the first was Fully Ado by Fall Out Boy, and then Front Bottom, self-titled, yep. and then uh, Played in Space by Something Corporate. Nice. Uh, any closing remarks on Played in Space? Um, you should listen to that album. Mm. Yeah, it's a it's a good album. A lot of different sounds. Mm-hmm. It goes through, you know, the, the the piano sound and the more punk rock sound. Yeah, if you're ever feeling sad, look up the piano covers. Mm. I'm going to look up <laughs> do that sound, even when I'm not sad. There's one Constantine. There one song. It's like eight minutes long. Oh wow! The just Andrew and the piano. One of that is an instant cry. So if you ever need it. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I think an instant cry is a helpful thing to have. Uh, all right, let's uh, move on to Sufjan Stevens, Carrie and Lowell. So this album, um, I have like a kind of weird relationship with. I feel like I never listened to it in the daylight. <laughs> it's like a bedtime thing, all right. but it's every night. So hmm. it almost feels like a security blanket for me. Um, like just hearing any of like, second of sound from any of these songs I just like immediately feel comfortable like I'm being like swaddled or something Mm. Um, and I don't even really know how it happened I just like made a sleeping playlist and that was somewhere in the middle and it was like full length albums because like I get like I can't sleep if the sound changes too much I don't Mm. know Um, and then (laughs) I noticed that just like I was always skipping to the middle of the playlist so I could start with this album and then it turned into I was just listening to this album every night Mm. and um, it's just like not necessarily not necessarily that the lyrics are comforting, but just like the way he sounds and how honest he sounds and just the music in the background is it's just so comforting. Mm. And this summer, um, I spent two months away in Louisiana and I was in like a cold dorm and I flew there so I could only bring like enough stuff that I could fit in a suitcase. So it's mm. not like I could like decorate the dorm and make it feel like home. It was um just like a random bed that I was sleeping in pretty much. Yeah. And um for the first few weeks I had like a really hard time and I, I didn't have a speaker with me or anything. So I was like, you know what, I'm just gonna have to like play through my phone, like speaker mm. and then listening to this album just like kinda changed the experience for the summer. Like it definitely like went full on security blanket. Mm. Um that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's nice to have an album that, that can evoke such a specific emotion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I have found, like, like his sound changes from album to album, but he always really is aware of, like, filling the space with sound. Like, yeah. He, he, like, pays attention to every frequency, like, makes, makes it fill the full range, mm-hmm. which is very cool. And in some albums, it's, like, a lot louder and, like, brighter and mm-hmm. in this album it's like like a soft kind of way of filling the space which yeah. is very cool mm-hmm. um and the lyrics are great too um i was uh i was reading a little bit about it and it said like a lot of it's about his parents and then i was reading into some of the lyrics and i can definitely mm-hmm. see all of that and it was, it's very cool to have i don't know i i feel like it's almost a concept album in that way. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you would consider it one. I can get that definitely. Um, but it, it, his stuff always makes me want to like look at the lyrics a lot more. Yeah, it's very interesting. Very like very analyzable lyrics. Mm-hmm. It's a. I don't think that's a word, but <laughs> I feel like I can always delve deep into the lyrics and get more out of them, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I picked. Okay, so we're playing them in reverse. 
because I picked the second song of the album and you picked the first. Mm -hmm. So Death with Dignity and then Should Have Known Better. Uh, what do you have to say about those songs? Um, so I think it's kind of hard for me to talk specifically about an individual song on the album because, I don't know, it just works as like a whole unit for me. Right. Um, Death with Dignity, I think, is the one that I went with because just that, like, the first, like, chords that you mm. hear are just, like, so beautiful and it just, like, immediately feels like I'm getting a big hug. Um, <laughs> and then Should Have Known Better, I just really, that one's always stuck in my head all the time, mm. so it was, like, a good pick. I'm going to be singing it all night now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Awesome. Uh, let's take a listen to... Uh, Death with Dignity and Should Have Known Better from Carrie and Lowell by Sufjan Stevens.
You're listening to WXPL 91.3, Fitchburg State Radio. You just heard songs from Carrie and Lowell by Sufjan Stevens. first song was Death with Dignity, and after that was Should Have Known Better. Um, this is Tally Foster's backing list. She is giving us five albums she would bring on a desert island. Uh, so far we have Folia Do by Fall Out Boy, Front Bottom self-titled album, Played in Space by Something Corporate, and just now Carrie and Lowell by Sufjan Stevens. Uh, closing remarks on that? I feel like I should go to bed now. I'm just, like, <laughs> so conditioned to be put to sleep by that album. Mm. Um, but I think, like, we were just saying that it's so interesting that he has this mix of acoustic music and, like, the synthiness with it as well. Yeah, yeah. And he just, um, like, you said it best, like, anyone else would sound cheesy, but it sounds so good with him. Yeah, it's almost like he's whispering, and, like, other people have tried to make whispering sound good, and half the time it just sounds really creepy, mm-hmm. which, like... They do that in, like, metal sometimes, and that that works because metal's supposed to sometimes sound uneasy. Mm-hmm. So it's like... But I don't know. He manages to, to fit it into his music so well. Mm-hmm. Um, I, w- I just thought of, like... I feel like his music is, like, a tapestry. And, like... Because it's, it's, like, soft. Yeah. I guess. That's such a nice way to put it. <laughs> Thanks. I feel like it's a, a cheesy metaphor, but... No, it's great. Yeah. Uh... He, he, he weaves the sounds together. Uh, and I brought up Bon Iver because I always think of Bon Iver when I hear Sufjan Stevens. Mm-hmm. I know that they're both, like, the stereotypical, like, soft, I'm going to go cry now musicians. <laughs> but, like, I don't know. They both they both do a great job of creating environments like that. Yeah, that's really funny because in high school when I first got my record player, Bon Iver, uh, for Emma was my, like, sleeping album. Mm. <laughs> yeah, they, that, they both, both work very well. Um all right, are you ready to move on to our last album? Yes. Total change of pace. And wake <laughs> everybody up after putting them to sleep. Uh, Never hung over, but Never hung over again by Joyce Manning. So, this album is here because it's probably my favorite of all time. Mm. I think I say that right now. Who knows? Um, also, because like I couldn't pick all five albums to be Joyce Manor, right. but if I could have, I would have. Mm. <laughs> um, so, this one. Um, I don't know. I didn't find it independently. It was like the one kid in my high school that wore like vans and stuff and had like the sides of his head shaved was like, hey, listen to this song Heart Tattoo by Joyce Manor. And I listened to it and I was like, this is awful. I hate this. <laughs> like, and then um, I stayed like listening to uh, whatever, like walk the moon, walk into class. And then a few weeks later, I was like, I'm going to listen to this song again. And I like still didn't like it, but I kept trying. And then I was like, no, I really love this. And I listened to the whole album and I just like understood it more because just like it was just so out of my range and um yeah once I like kind of opened myself up to a new type of music I really loved it Mm. and just like going through that experience I think is what like made me have this emotional connection with Joyce Manor um and specifically that album um similar with like the front bottoms how they just kind of like say what they mean Mm. um and then the like how poetic it is that they are just saying what they mean and like all these yeah um so I love this album a lot. It, like, still I listen to it like every day. There's not a single day that passes mm. that I don't listen to it in its entirety, which is like 18 minutes. So it's not like that's a big task. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I like that you said that how they say what they mean because that was exactly what I was gonna. I, I picked a Catalina fight song, so yes. I, I really felt that from that song. It feels like so raw and emotional. Like, here's this like. It's it's almost like the vocals are almost sloppy because of how like they feel like they have to come out. I mm-hmm. guess like it, it feels like 
like he's singing them as if he has to has to say this stuff which mm-hmm. is very cool also i really liked the music video for it oh i've never seen the music video it's just like a bunch of like karate footage like people throwing <laughs> people in karate yeah that sounds right yeah. <laughs> so something about it just like i was like yeah yep this is the right this is the visuals for this song so uh and you picked uh christmas card the first song yes yeah um i think i just have a thing for the first songs in the albums i don't know because i just i think of these as albums as a whole not so much the songs because i guess if i were to pick one to like label myself as it'd be heart tattoo because like Mm -hmm. i have the heart tattoo for that song so um but yeah christmas card i just um I don't know, it feels like a really great introduction to the album. Yeah. And um, I think that that was the one that, like, really grew on me the most when I was, like, exploring, listening to that sound. Um, Yeah. uh, Catalina Fight Song, though, is funny to me because I was just um, on, like, this random cruise with a bunch of random people from across the country. And there was one girl who we were talking, and she was saying that, like, she loves obscure music or whatever and I wouldn't know the bands so then I was like no like who's your favorite and she said Joyce Manor and then I was like oh my god no way I love Joyce Manor mm-hmm. and then one girl from like across the table was like I hate that band Oof. I was like okay why and um she's from California and she goes to school on Catalina Island and she was like they wrote this awful song about my island and it's like so bad and like hot Gatorade I don't even know what that is <laughs> just like <laughs> Yeah, really, really funny. Um, but that song's great, and she should give it a chance. Yeah. <laughs> so, they just wrote it about a random school. No, like I don't, I don't actually know. But Catalina Island is like an island, yeah. and I think the only thing on there is that school. Okay. Um, but it also, I, the um, Sunken City by the Ocean, like where it says that, I'm pretty sure it's because like Catalina is going underwater with like sea level rise, and like right. it just has a ton of issues. Hmm. Um. And she even said something about it being, like, a sunken city on, like, a different part of mm. the cruise. So, like, come on. like. <laughs> yeah. So it was accurate, then. Yeah, right. Except for the hot Gatorade. I don't know. I don't know if I believe her on that. <laughs> uh, all right. Anything else to say about it before we listen? No. All right. Here are songs from Never Hung Over Again by Joyce Manor. First one, Catalina Fight Song. Next one, Christmas Card, which is the first song on the album to be ending the show with, which is funny. <laughs> Sunken city by the ocean You can teach the seventh grade Do you think because you chose to You always Don't let the way
You're listening to WXPL 91.3, Fitchburg State Radio. You just heard songs from Never Hung Over Again by Joyce Manor. Uh, first one was Catalina Fight Song. Second one was Christmas Card. Uh, those are the last songs that we will be playing on this packing list. Uh, Tally Foster was here giving us five albums to bring to a desert island. Do you want to list off the five albums? Yeah, so the first one was... Uh, yeah, <laughs> Folia Do from Fall Out Boy and then Front Bottom Self-Titled uh, Played in Space which is the greatest hits from Something Corporate uh, Carrie and Lowell by Sufjan Stevens and then Never Hung Over Again from Joyce Manor yeah awesome uh, any closing remarks on this and then we can go into just remarks about the whole show um, I mean I guess I can't believe they're already over why do they write such short songs <laughs> um but in Christmas card, like the lyric that always jumps out to me is um, is uh, oh, something. It's like a work of art or money in a Christmas card. Because mm. that's so funny. Um, where like sometimes you like sit there and you stare at both of those things and you're like, am I supposed to be compliment uh, contemplating this? Like, should mm-hmm. I look like I'm trying to figure this out? Like, or yeah, I don't know. I just think that's really funny. Yeah, yeah, that's a, a interesting way of reading it. Mm-hmm. I never, I didn't think of that when I listened to it. <laughs> Uh, I, I also, though, had a very similar experience. Like, I listened to the album, and I was like, wow, that, that was, like, more than ten songs, and it's already over. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very, <laughs> very short songs, uh, which makes me want to listen to more of their music. Yeah, doesn't take much time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you just can listen to their whole discography, and, like, I don't, I don't, I, this is, I'm just exaggerating, but, like, like two hours, their whole discography. Honestly, I think maybe, like, an hour and ten <laughs> minutes. Like, really? So, yeah. Wow. I want to say their longest is 22 minutes. Wow. Yeah. That, I will listen to all this music, <laughs> banging out in, in an hour. Um, yeah, that concludes our show, then. Uh, anything you want to say about the whole show, or? Um, thank you thank you for letting me come on here and share my music like these are all things that mean so much to me and like totally thank you for talking about it ah, they like yeah this is nice to like is this weird like not really secret but I just feel like I've let all of the listeners in on so Mm. much about myself because he's all built who I was right yeah it's it's definitely a cool thing I love being able to share music with people it's very and I love like having music shared with me Mm -hmm. it's very very cool so nice (laughs) Um, thank you for being a guest. Do you want to plug Elf again before you go so that people can, now that they know that they should, like, care about things that you do because your music's good? Yes. Um, so Elf, we meet every Tuesday in the Science Building in room 133 at 3.30. Um, you can talk to me about music afterwards, especially Mm. if you like Joyce Manor. But, uh, this coming week... On Tuesday, we're going to have our Halloween party. So there's a homemade, like, recycled, upcycled trash Halloween costume contest. Um, And then we're going to watch Black Mirror. And then the following Tuesday, we're actually not meeting because it's November 6th. So we're giving everyone the chance to go vote. Mm -hmm. Um, Let me plug that real quick. Vote. (laughs) I totally forgot to say anything about it. Yeah, vote. Um, Yeah, November 6th, very important midterm election. Uh, Early voting has already started. So if you can't make it on November 6th... um, Go out whenever you can. Yeah, definitely. I think Monday, I guess. No. Monday? No, just kidding. Never mind. Okay. Voting's next week, not this coming week. I was going to say Monday's the last day. That's not true. <laughs> yeah, uh, Google it, and you can find yes. important information about that. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and vote on November 6th if you can, because that's the that's the big day. Yeah, that's when you get the stickers. Right. <laughs> but then the stickers are cool. 
if for no other reason than that, go vote so you can get stickers. Yeah, some people will give you two stickers Ooh. if you ask. That's a fun fun tip. About, <laughs> Insider about knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks for being on the show. Thank thanks you for, so much. Thank you for sharing music. And uh, I have the plane waiting outside for you to be sent to the island. Oh, With boy. all the albums <laughs> and a nice big uh, magical stereo that will never die. Honestly, that's the dream. I'm ready. <laughs> uh, good luck. Thank you. Uh, and we will go back to music now. Uh, thank you for listening to WXPL 91.3 Fitchburg State Radio.